Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in with A Voice to Be Reckoned With, your host Brandy Joy. We have an amazing show for you today. You'll be tuning in to Kevin Douglas Wright. He has a documentary, um, I Learned It From You. He is a writer, a film director, and producer, and he is amazing. Uh, you just must, he's a must to listen to. Um, episode he um, kills it he is just um, you're definitely going to need and you're going to want to uh, go to Amazon if you would like to see the documentary if you have Amazon Prime that's even better because you can just watch it and if you don't then just go to Amazon and get it if you're just uh, you want to get the digital copy that's that's great or you can get the paperback but over at Amazon is where you can find it uh, watching this show you're going to need the put the pieces together and you're, you're going to need to watch the documentary and telling you it's um for all uh no matter what uh culture um no matter what size no matter what you know anything it's just for every and all it's even family friendly kid friendly definitely definitely something that needs to be put into schools uh, i'm telling you right now but we we already know how you know society and the system is doing, and uh, I mean, please don't go to sleep on this one, please, please, please. If we want things to get better, we gotta do better. So definitely um, tune in, and we'll be back shortly. Thanks. Okay, so hi, Kevin. Um, I know that you are a film director and producer, correct? Yes, that's correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, can you tell the listeners about um, your recent uh, project or your documentary, I Learned It From You, and what exactly inspired you to do this film? Uh, yes, uh, my name is Kevin, uh, Kevin Douglas Wright, and I'm the producer, director, and writer for the documentary called I Learned It From You. And the way that I ended up being getting inspired to do this this particular documentary, um, I was actually working on a different film. Actually, I was working on my first film, which was uh, a drama or like a melodrama for for high school kids and college kids. Um, and while I was in the middle of finishing that up, um, I. I was having a conversation with my parents, my mom, my mom and my dad, and I had asked them a question that I had never asked them before. And when I got there, the answers to, to the questions that I was asking them, it really surprised me because I had never heard anyone ask the question the way that I did. And it really, it really grabbed a hold of me and it made me just say, wow, like, I wonder how many other people there are out there, whether, um, you know, what I, I just wanted to know what other people's responses would be. And that's kind of what made me, uh, gave me that, that, that desire and passion to, to do this particular project. Um, so it really just stemmed from just talking to my parents and, and just really getting a, a, a real deep and unexpected answer that made me 
want to put this documentary out and put it together and, and, and just reach out to a lot of people and, and get it started. Okay. Nice, nice. What, um, so what was it like working with the, the cast um, that you chose uh, for your documentary? Um, the way that I did the documentary was I wanted to get random people, people I didn't know and people who didn't know each other because I didn't want anyone answers being influenced by myself or I didn't want the, their answers to be influenced by each other. So um, all documentaries are basically true stories with real people, real life people. So no one is an actor or an actress. There was no script or anything like that. And it was very interesting to work with each of the different people because number one, I'm asking everyone the same questions but it was very interesting to see and listen to their answers and how similar their experiences were, even though they were from different parts of the world, um, different um, genders, male and females, um, different colors. So there were black people, there were white people, male, female, um, so just working with the, a, di a diverse group of people and to get similar answers that really showed how we actually learn things from, from, from other people. And the, the idea behind the documentary is really that sometimes what someone teaches you can have deadly consequences. That's really the, the, a quick summary of what the movie is about. So it just really zeroes in on things that we teach each other that have dangerous consequences. And we learn those things from, from, from other people. Yeah, yeah that, that really struck a chord with me because um, I really got to thinking after uh, you know, checking it out and speaking with you, I was asking myself and a friend, do you remember any of these things and when it started to actually play a role in your life and became aware? like the, the goggles, mm -hmm. the glasses, you know, became clear or something, you know, they you know, revealed, you know, kind of like the blinders were taken off. Mm-hmm, you know, mm -hmm. So I still haven't pinpointed it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and with, with, after you see the film, um, or if you decide not to see the film, there is a book that's based on the film. So if you read the book or if you see the film, what you'll, what you come away with is you, 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 you begin to ask yourself, the same questions and it's pretty surprising of what your answers might be because what you'll see is you'll trace back to when you were younger and you'll find that there is most likely some point in your life that you were taught to see something a certain way and then it gets reinforced a little bit when you get out into the real world away from your you know from your from your where you grew up um, your your household, whether, whether it's a mom and dad or just a single parent. Um, once you get away from that situation and you're out into the real world, you'll notice that those situations are still kind of reinforced. But if you just trace back and go all the way back to when you were little, you'll see that we all start off almost the same way. We almost all start off just as just a regular human being here on the planet earth and we're just here and then along the way we begin to get influenced by 
different teachings and different experiences. And sometimes we, we learn those things without really, without really judging them. But when you look at this film, it, it, it allows you to just look back and really take another look at it and allows you to really just create your own, your own opinion. And it might change some of your views. Very, very excited for for the listeners to be able to check out mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. film and to see what it's all about. And I, I, I want to, you know, also have a follow up. I want to hear like what you know, their thoughts are. Definitely, know? definitely, that would be very interesting. Just you know, after they see, after they really experience it, it would be great, like you said, for your audience to really, you know, chime in and give some feedback because. It's a very timely thing. Uh, it's very, um, a lot of things that are going on in the world today, this film actually deals with, you know, and a lot of your, your audience will be able to relate to it and, and probably have some very powerful stories that they're gonna, that they're gonna tell you. Yeah, definitely. Would you say that, um... You know, because I'm pretty sure this will affect many. Do you would you say that this possibly could um, change the make people more aware and change the the way how they um, go about? And I, I'm trying to choose the right word for it. I'm going to say implant, but like uh, mm-hmm. installing certain things in their children, or how they go about, or how you know think about how it could affect them long you know long run. Oh uh, yes, I think that if if a lot of people begin to look at this documentary, um, the way that that I that I tried to film it, that I wanted to, the the the, the point that I wanted to get was that this is a is a gentle reminder. It's not in your face. It's not confrontational. It's not um, trying to tell you what to do with your life or how you should raise your kids. Um, or, or how you should treat another person. It's really just a film that allows you to make your own decision. And in just in my opinion, I think that once everyone gets an opportunity to see it, they will form their own opinion. And, 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 and just in my opinion, I think they might view things a little bit different just by the way you see how everything unfolds. It, it, it really allows you to see the reality, the truth of the situation. Okay. okay. So Kevin, I wanted to kind of go touch back um, on the your, your cast, your choice, the selection of your cast. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, when you chose them, I'm not sure if, I, uh, if you uh, spoke of this already, but when you chose when you chose the people for your documentary, did you ask um, them any questions or talk with them prior to selecting them, or did you have any kind of a background on them? Or did you? Just um, no, um, it was pretty interesting how that unfolded. Uh, the way that I found everyone, uh, I did a Facebook post, and I, I, I pretty much just put out a Facebook post, and I asked people um, if they wanted to be in a documentary. And I just left it at that. I didn't tell them what the questions were going to be. Only if they asked me, if the person asked me, well, what kind of questions are you going to ask? 
then I did ask, then I did tell them what questions I was going to ask. But I did that on purpose because I didn't really want them to uh, look at the questions as being negative or or have any any negative feelings towards the questions because I just wanted them to really give an honest answer. Yeah. So only a few people asked me what questions I was going to ask, and there were only a few people that decided not to participate. But I don't know if that was because of the questions or that it was just a scheduling conflict because um, I was trying to film in a short time period. So when I when I made the Facebook post, I basically said um, we're going to be filming in the next three weeks. I think in the next three weeks or four weeks or something like that. So it could have been that they weren't able to fit it into their schedule or it could have been the type of questions that I was asking. Um, but once the people decided, once the groups of people decided to participate, no one objected to the questions. So in other words, if someone came in and didn't ask me what kind of questions I was going to ask, and then now they're sitting there and we're filming and I'm asking them the questions, everyone answered the questions. So no one said, I'm not going to answer that or anything like that. So the questions could be kind of viewed as tough questions but I made sure that I created like an atmosphere of trust. So I let them know that, hey, you can answer this however you want, you know, don't look at me as if I'm judging you or, or you have to answer a certain way. And everyone was, everyone was comfortable. I, I believe everyone answered the way they wanted to answer. Um, and none of the people knew what the answers were to the other people that I inter interviewed. So, you could really tell that their, their answers were just their own answers. Well, how, how did you um, actually come up with the six questions? Was it, was it something behind? Um, and like I said, I still relate it back to when I was talking to my parents and I just asked them something that I had never asked them before. And I could tell by their reaction that no one had ever asked them that before. And for me, I've always looked at questions as a way to get to the truth, get to the truth of, of something. Right. Because sometimes when someone doesn't answer, that reveals a lot too. So <laughs> um, I learned a while ago just by the way that you ask questions and if someone is comfortable with you and trusts you, you'll get re really good answers. And so I think as the interviewer, as being, you know, myself being the interviewer, I just think that they felt very comfortable answering the questions. Um, but I came up with those questions because I was just trying to really get to the root of most problems that we have in the United States and around the world. And I was just trying to really break it down into like, what actually really causes all the problems in the United States or even like I said, or even around the world. And so I reduced that down to six questions that I think really reveal what the causes are for a lot of things that we deal with, whether it's um, harassment, uh, racism, whether it's um, bullying, you know, a situation where people are bullying each other, oppression, uh, mass shootings, active shooters, 
I just always tried to really look and see like, what is the thing that's really, really caused And that's where my questions came from. And when you, when you watch the film or you read the book, you see that these six questions really zero in on the causes of a, of a lot of, of, of a lot of the negativities that are out there. Okay, I want to also ask you. Okay, so what what was your most favorite or memorable part about working on the project? Um, I would say the most memorable thing is really just hearing everyone's story and being so so surprised that everyone's story was had this had some 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 things in common. You know, you would think that if you just grabbed a bunch of people or ran a bunch of random people, like if you pick someone from um, the state of Pennsylvania, someone from California, from, someone from Texas, someone from uh, Wyoming, and you ask them six questions, you would think that none of their answers would be the same. But what you find is when you watch the documentary, it's so surprising that their answers are similar and it begins to show a pattern of the things that we that someone teaches someone and the effects of what what what, what happens when someone teaches something that has that has really serious consequences so that would be the most memorable thing that that I took away from the whole experience was just how similar everyone's story is even though they're from different parts of the united states or different parts of the world yeah i love that it's showing everybody that we're all the same that we're all the same definitely we just come in different shades yep different shades different sizes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it could just be you know different packaging or whatever and but when you really look at it we're all you know we're all just human on you know on the planet earth and then we get influenced by things that we are taught which which in the end can be unlearned untaught you know reversed but really it just takes it takes something to to be that spark and i and and i'm hoping that this film and the book really just comes out and it's something as like i said a, a gentle reminder that you know a lot of the things that we do and a lot of the feelings that we feel we've learned those we've learned to we've learned to behave that way yeah yeah and a lot of uh, and like you said this uh this film here should strike a lot of those chords and um because a lot of us probably don't even realize that though these things, and you know what I mean, have taken a, a step back and you think about it, you're like, whoa, you know, you mm -hmm. start to, you know, you've probably gone all these years, so half of your life, you never really thought about how, right, the way you think and what the things you do, they're because of what you were, you know what I mean, how you influence or, mm -hmm. or learn. They're not mm -hmm. even really part of your own, you, you know, I guess I would say your own opinions or thoughts. Or right, whatever right. Name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, it, and, it, and it, what I've learned from doing the documentary is you see that it happens so 
quickly, like the the exchange of information that teaches you to 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 be a certain way, it happens so quickly that it's almost like what you just said. You don't notice that it you don't notice that it happened number one probably because we're too young to notice when it happened and then you go through life just you know using that information that you learned and never really questioning it but it 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 just happens so quickly and, and 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 it gets it gets into your into your personality into your into your mind and you just never think to, to to really take a look at it, and when you and when you see this this documentary, you really do see that. Wow, it's just something that you learn. It's not you. You might feel like like a particular type of person, or that you might not like a particular type of person. You might really have deep feelings for that, but if you trace it back, you'll find that there was some point in your life where you learn to feel that way. Yeah, yeah definitely. On a lighter note, I was, I was thinking, I was listening and I was thinking when uh, while we were talking, uh, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the movie, The Waterboy with Adam Sandler. Oh, I've only seen parts of it. I've never seen the whole actual movie. Well, it just reminded me of how everything he went off of and he would say to everybody, he'd say, well, mama said, mama said everything. Real <laughs> women were bad, or just everything. His personality, oh, yeah. everything he was, was all because of. And they even showed little snippets of him going back into his like, back into his childhood when his mom would be saying like, "Women are bad." He would remember have flashbacks or whatever, you know, everything yeah. he believed and how he even acted and and everything was all surrounded around what his mom had told him and put in his head. So everything he ever did, and then he started. You know, feel, he had other feelings. You know what I mean? And he was just like, after a while, he was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that's so. a great example. That's a really good example. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Okay. You know, so it really just shows that you know, in that movie, it was just stuff that he learned. You know, and eventually, thank God that you know he challenged it and and really had his own feelings and own way to see things and. It works, and it, it just works out better that way. Yeah, it really does. In a perfect world, he actually got his mom to realize too. You know, she kind of, you know, turned her, you know, mm-hmm, herself, mm-hmm. you know, around. So, yeah, pretty cool. Okay. Um. So yes. Yeah, so I want to know. You tell the listeners. Is um I learned it from you, a family and kid friendly document, uh, documentary where kids could watch it. And what age could they watch it at school? And would it be something they could sit down and watch with, with their parents and their siblings? Uh, yes, I would think that the, the, the youngest age, and this is just coming from, from my opinion, would be 13 years old or, or older. But after a parent sees the film and understands their own child, you know, they could probably make the judgment of that you know, uh, their 10 year old or their nine year old could watch, could watch the movie. But, you know, in, in the end, it would be up to each individual parent. But, you know, if, 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 you know, just from my opinion alone, um, I would say 13 and older because a lot of the subject matter uh, at the age of 13, you're definitely experiencing the subject matter in, in, in your school, in, in a school at the age of, you know, when you're 13 years old. 
but you know some some individual parents may want their kid to watch this film at an earlier age you know so uh, when I did the premiere for this film in, in May of 2019 uh, there were a few uh, retired teachers that were in the audience and they came up to me after the premiere and they were really um, deeply moved by the film and they said it it's, it, it's definitely a, a documentary that should be in the school systems, in the, the, the colleges and universities. So they really felt that, you know, this is something that, that people really need to see. Um, and it's definitely, uh, it, it's entertaining, but it's definitely educational at the same time. Yeah. And like I said, and it's also not confrontational. It's not trying to tell you what to do. It's yeah. just, you know, presenting people's real life stories and then it allows you you know at the end to make your own you know decision of whether or not it influences you right right there's no uh what's the word for it there's no manipulation or anything in there right to get to right me, you know yeah mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. cool well, okay well i guess that that put, um, question i was going to ask answer when i, I was going to ask you what age group did you think would benefit from the film the most and that's about, about 13 because you know yeah are. about 13 where they're gonna they're gonna experience the the same issues that 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 that, that are dealt with in the film you're you're uh, a child of 13 and older is de- definitely gonna experience it by then and be able to to communicate about it you yeah. know if you're a little bit younger you know some kids become mature a little bit faster than others mm-hmm. so you know a, a mother or father would be able to make that decision if their child is is old enough you know if they're under 13. Yeah I know where we're um I don't know how it is out there the school system but it, it kind of changed um out here in San Diego to where now uh it used to be like uh kinder to sixth grade seventh and ninth tenth to twelfth but now a lot of schools are sixth uh grade kinder to eighth uh you know some go from kinder oh. to all the way up to twelfth and so uh-huh. a lot of kids are are Instead of growing, you know, kind of uh, growing with their own, you know, age group, their oh, peers, and now yeah. exposed to the older ones and learning a mm-hmm. lot more faster, I've noticed too. So, yeah. Know, and yeah, so I've noticed I, I deal with a lot of mature um, 10, 11 year olds. And right, right. Some right. for the better, some not. <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah. That, that plays a part too when they did that. Cause I, I mm-hmm. didn't, I went from, you know, kinder to, to 6th, 7th, to ninth, and 10th to 12th. Yes, same here. I did the same thing. Yeah. yeah, and when you expose the kids to the older kids, yeah, they are going to learn, you know, good things and probably it's a few not so good things. Yeah, yeah, and they'll get like a, you know, the, you know, instead of 13, like you said, they'll probably, they'll actually, which I have seen happen, be exposed to these type of things a little bit sooner than before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so um, is there anything that you want uh, our listeners or people to take away from watching the Dr. Mickey the most? And I think we probably already laid that out there, mm-hmm. but um, is there anything in particular, anything else? Or Yeah, the most, like it's, I, I, would, I would have to say that the, the thing that I would really want someone to take away from this documentary is to really look, watch the film or read the book and then just 
just take a look at yourself and really just decide whether or not it, it applies to your, you know, to your own life, you know, whether or not you, you may have, have not noticed that you were treating a particular type of person a certain way. Um, Cause then the, at the end of the day, I look at it this way. Um, no one should be living a sad life. You know, the, the United States and, and many other countries have, have so much to offer, so many fun things to do, so many entertaining things to do, so many good experiences. And when you really look at it, like why should anyone be living a life where they're afraid to go to school or afraid that there's gonna be a shooting, uh, afraid that someone's going to bully them or, or, or pick on them because they're you know a certain size or, or they're overweight or a certain color or they speak with an accent. You know, the world is just so diverse, but that doesn't mean that you, you should have a bad experience, you know, you know, because we, there's so much, so many good things in the world. So that's what I want, want, want people to take away from the film that, you know, at the end of the day, we should be able to want to stand up and, 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 and fight for and defend someone's desire to experience a good life, you know, a happy life. And not just ignore it because you we we because you learned to ignore ignore it from someone else, you know. Just you know, we all need to. I I think that at the end the, the film at the end of the day the film might give everyone more courage to to just do away with the negative negativities in in a positive in a positive way. That's what I would say. Yes, most definitely. And that, that is a very powerful message that a lot of the whole world, you know, needs to hear. Because we, mm-hmm. we latch mm-hmm. on to negativity, it becomes like an infestation, a disease, and then you just mm-hmm. kind of get used to it. And it's yes. just like, ugh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's horrible. And if you live in it, it's like it grows and becomes, you know what I mean, like a part of it. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and, and, and I'll even throw this in there. Even, you know, even when we look at today's world, you know, where there was a lot of, uh, uh, once this particular president, uh, President Trump got into office, you know, there are people that don't like him and there are people that do like him. And, and that shouldn't be a problem. But when you bring color and race and stuff into it, like it's that, that shouldn't be a reason why you like him or dislike him. Yeah. You can you can like him and it has nothing to do with race. You know, you can like him and it doesn't mean that you have to be more emboldened to 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 treat a person of color a certain way. It should just be that you like Donald Trump and you like Donald Trump. Right. You know, and you should be okay to like Donald Trump. And you you're going to have your reasons, but those reasons shouldn't be because, you know, you're 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 you you want to oppress uh, someone that 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 might be here legally or illegally or something like that or or even if you if it's a person of color um, you want to look at them you want to look down upon them and now here's this president that might have the same view as you it should just be that you you like President Trump because you feel he's doing great for the economy 
Right. Right. Exactly. What that's what you know. As the president, that's the things that you know. His personal and his, you know, comments or whatever. You know, those type of things over. You know, mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. basically should stay to himself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It, I mean, <laughs> because it really it really interferes with someone's pursuit of happiness. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> every, everyone's entitled to the, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yes, I was going to touch on that. Yep, most definitely. Yeah, I don't know if people forget about that. And I'm just like, hello. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what this country was, was, was based on, was founded on. And, mm-hmm. and now, just because you want to like a particular president, that shouldn't, interfere with someone else's life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness shouldn't have anything to do with it. You should just be able to like President Trump and you like him. Right. You know, I'm pretty sure that there were people that didn't like President Obama, you know, uh, you know, like, let's say we, we like President Obama. It doesn't mean we're gonna go around and say bad things to a person who's white that we think that, that doesn't like, like President Obama. You know, it's just, I like, I like Obama and okay, you don't like Obama? Okay, fine. That doesn't mean I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's so funny that you say that because I did a show. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and act like I remember what it was called. <laughs> I think it was called Relationship. I think. Check it out. It's in there though. And it talked about how do, you know, I was kind of asking the listeners, like, do you think that uh, one's um, choice of, um, you know, of whichever president they voted for or, or like, would it change a relationship? And I use different scenarios. I used one um, as being, which I found interesting, children. You know, the parents, you know, they, they voted, say, uh, Trump, but their children were way, way against it. And they just didn't really, you know, they, wow. uh, I touched on that. I touched on uh, spouse. But then with wow. the spouse, I was like, well, you should have known that before you even got married. <laughs> yeah, what did you talk yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I touched on different different scenarios. And, you know, because I, I had a, a friend and she was always uh, like, oh, my God, they voted for her. And she she was, um, uh, uh, I like to always be respectful and politically correct sometimes. I'm just going to say Caucasian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes. And uh, she... She um she liked her some chocolate, you know. So yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. But she was like, "Oh my God, they voted for Donald. I I just can't. I just I, you know, like she just didn't like if she found out somebody voted for Donald Trump, she just like, oh, okay. totally can't. <laughs> That's <laughs> you funny. know, it just played a part in like how she felt, you know. To where I thought it was mm-hmm. funny. I thought it was kind of cute, you know, because mm-hmm. like you know how many people that you you have relationships with that you don't even know are probably a, you know what I mean? Like, what if you never knew that person voted for Donald right. Trump? How would you feel? You know, so mm-hmm. totally, I really dug that show right there. <laughs> that 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 was a good idea for a show. That was a very good idea for a show. Yeah. And, and I've even had situations where that just over the last year, year and a half, where I knew a group of people, and all of the, the people in this group were all friends. Well, once the presidential election happened and then people began to take sides, people who were lifelong friends don't even talk to each other anymore simply because one person likes Trump and the other person doesn't like Trump. But these people knew each other for years, for many, many years. 
and then it all and came down to their yeah, choice. Yeah. Everything else just went out the window, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I still tried to make sure I talked to everyone the same. You know, if someone likes Trump, I, 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 I me personally, I, I didn't vote for him. And but that doesn't mean that he's not the president. You know, hey, some people voted for him. He became president. You know, we're gonna see how, you know, we view his presidency after he gets out of office. Right. You know, and. You know, the historians and everyone will, they're going to write the history. And if they write it exactly the way everything happened, you know, oh, they'll man. be able to, yeah, they'll be able to compare it to all of the other presidents. And, oh my goodness, this is going to be way out, the, it's going to be way different. There's going to be none like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yeah. I And, and it's, it's a shame, you know, uh, he... I think he could have just got, if he, he could have just gone into office and really just read his prepared scripts that people would have wrote for him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he actually could have been, a, you know, one of the best presidents ever because they would have just said, look at what he did for the economy. And he just re went up there and read a script and didn't say anything else. And he would have been the greatest president ever. But yep. yeah, you know, and, and if Twitter didn't exist. He yeah, been oh my president. goodness, he had way too much time <laughs> on his hands being president. Twitter. Yeah, if, if Twitter didn't exist, wow, it would have been a different presidency. Yeah. Completely different presidency. Totally different. That's funny but, to say that. Wow. You know, they'll, you know, after he gets out of office, um, it'll be interesting because the one thing I do think will happen is, is people, people will be shocked at the stuff that he did and no one really did anything about it. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think that's what will happen because, you know, just like we, we look back and you look at racism, you know, and how they used to turn the dogs on people. They used to do hangings. They used to do burnings. They used to do fire hoses. And you look back at it now and it's shocking, you know, like, and you look and say, wow, why did everybody let that go on? Yeah, you know, like no one stepped up and said anything, right? And no one stepped up and said anything. Yeah, and I think that's what's going to happen with some of the things that he did. You know, sure, they'll be able to say, oh, the economy was great, you know, but they'll look at some things that, that he did on his own that he won't deny that he did. He'll say proudly that he did them. Mm -hmm. And people will look back and say, wow, and we didn't, we didn't stop him or we didn't attempt to do anything about it. Yeah, I think that's, that's a big part of like, you know, us as citizens just sitting back and thinking that we have no, no voice. And, and that's from where my show stems from, a voice to be reckoned with. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Is that, you know what I mean? Like saying something, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm not okay with that. And I have my own views and mm -hmm. you're going to hear them. And, and, you know, just letting everybody else know, like, we don't have to just, you know, stand by and just let it happen. We have some kind of, we have a voice. We have mm -hmm. rights. And, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't get it either. Why Right now, why nobody seems to be a little, Perturbed by what's happening, and it relates to the title of of my documentary. You know, the title is "I Learned It From You." So right now, the people in, in political power are teaching everyone not to do anything because right. they're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. You know, so we're we're gonna have to unlearn that. You know, after mm -hmm. all this is over. You know, because you know, what if the next person comes in and does work? So we're just going to watch it, you know? Yeah, it's going to happen. Nothing? Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're learning it right now. 
how not to do anything, how just to let it go and just say, oh, well, he didn't mean that. That's not, yeah, he said it, but that's not what he meant. And we're learning how to, to, to avoid dealing with the situation. That, that's yeah. really what's happening. Yeah, that's definitely in it. Because it's going to pass down and, you know, the mm-hmm. cycle continues mm-hmm. and our children are going to be, you know, they're the future and they're going to be the ones that, you know, really take the, you know, take it for, you know, what, what we do now is, is building up for what they're going to be, have, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and and that's why I really did, that's another reason why I did the documentary because, and I, and I know a lot of other people are like this too, like, you see stuff happening, you want to do something, you want to say something, you want to try to do something about it. And a lot of times, you know, we don't have the power to do it because number one, we're at work. Mm-hmm. Number two, we might be too far away. Uh, number three, it's just yourself, you know, so it's kind of hard to, you know, do something by yourself. Yeah. You know? So, you know, I, early on, like, you know, maybe five, 10 years ago, or maybe even longer than that, I started to just look and say, well, I, I noticed that music and film and TV influences people. Yeah. So, you know, that's what, and even, even like your show, you're, you're podcasting that, that, you know, as your show gets bigger and bigger and bigger and your audience gets bigger, it does influence people, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you're doing the right thing by doing, doing your show and, covering the topics that you're covering um you know we can do it through movies music and you know at least at least we're doing something to try to make that that positive change yeah most definitely you can do it negatively or you can use it in a yeah. positive way and so yeah know, yeah yeah i thank god for social media because you know social media can be very it could be it could go with anything you know what i mean mm-hmm, it, could, mm-hmm. it could really do some damage but it can, it's with it as you can reach people across you know what i mean things that you couldn't do before and i think that right with with it it has made mass changes and can do much more if used in the right way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I, I try to tell my son like he's just on here playing all these games or or, you know, I try to monitor him because I don't want him to get into, like, online fight, you know what I mean, or any situations mm-hmm. like that. But I always tell the kids, like, you know what you have in your hands here, or what you have here at your, at, you know, at your fingertips. You know, you can mm-hmm. do so many great things. You can, you can change the world, you know. You can mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think it comes, still comes back to, you know, whatever anyone try, whatever anybody wants to do in this world, we should always kind of like relate it back to: Are we interfering with someone's life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness? Mm-hmm. Like you know, and, and if you are, then you might not be doing the right thing. <laughs> you know, I love that, and that is going to be. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, <laughs> you know, that was something that they decided upon when they did the United States or whatever. You know, so. Yep. And somehow like, try to forget about it or tuck it away like nobody's yeah. gonna yeah. <laughs> remember it. Yeah, like forget about that that what they said it didn't really apply here. I'm going <laughs> to push all these drugs into your community and try to make some money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. so um yeah, everyone whoever's in power should just look and say, Hey, is this is what I'm about to do or what I'm what I'm what I'm about to send on social media or this post or or say on the air or or this law i'm gonna pass is it is it 
is it really interfering with someone's pursuit of life, liberty, you know, and, and happiness? Is it going to interfere with that? Then, then you should, then the person shouldn't do it. Unless that's their whole goal. And they're like, yes, then okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, you know, it, it seems like it should be something very easy, you know, yeah. but like you said, I guess some people want to say, well, let's just ignore that part because I want to do this. <laughs> exactly. We just go away and don't forget all about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I want to just treat someone bad because, you know, uh, I, I feel wronged or they did me wrong. Or, right. You know, so. Treat people how you want to be treated. And I'm pretty sure no mm -hmm. one wants to be treated like crap. I don't care what they say. <laughs> yeah, no matter yeah, no matter what they say. Yeah. Or nobody wants or, to be treated like horrible, you know? Even the ones that are doing horrible things, they don't want to be treated horrible. So yeah, like, yeah, that's know? true too. <laughs> that is very true. Very, very true. Yeah. So, you know, for like like I said, what you're doing with your show and you know this documentary and the book we're at least trying to, yeah. to 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 steer it back in the right direction or or allow someone else to hear what we're saying and and then decide on their own yeah definitely give them a choice give them a speech give them a choice yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. awesome awesome sucks Kevin. I can't believe I just said that. Sometimes I say stuff like that. <laughs> That's so funny. But it was it wasn't lame. It wasn't lame. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Kevin, can we look forward to seeing more of your amazing work? Uh yes. The way when I when I when I I did this one, I did it as volume one and I always knew that I wanted to do wanted to do volume two, volume three, volume four, you know, because I just I just think it's a way they're all going to be along the same lines of I learned it from you and it'll just be different situations where, you know, I interview random people asking them, you know, my, you know, six questions. And then, you know, when you see those answers unfold in the stories that they tell, you you'll be able to relate it to you know something that you've gone through or someone else that you know might have gone through and then hopefully it just uh, allows a person to make their own decision and make that decision where the the the, the outcome is more positive than than to than negative so yes i would do uh volume 2 where i focus on you know maybe another another type of person in the United States or around the world. It could be the LGBT community. It could be, uh, all, you know, a film with all Jewish Americans or Jewish people. It could be uh, Latin American people, people who come from other countries, foreigners here in the United States, how they're treated. You know, just because just in general, in life, we're going to come across people who are not like ourselves you know and you know it's very easy to just handle that the way we were quickly taught or innocently taught the wrong way you know but now that we're we're, we're able to like pay attention to it a little bit more and really re reflect and look at it um 
you know, we, we, we might make a different decision so that it's more positive and we, we just realize that, hey, there's a lot of different kinds of people out here. Right. You know, the, the days of just black people and white people or just white people, you know, those days aren't, aren't, aren't here anymore. You know, it's a world of a bunch of different kinds of people. You know, it could be people that have autism, you know, and they're in society. It could be, you know, people who have come back from war and missing limbs and in wheelchairs, handicapped. It could be anything. And just, you know, we just have to understand that the world is just a, a diverse place. Yeah. And it doesn't mean we should treat them badly. I would say different, different, it's beautiful actually to see so many different Mm-hmm. You know, people and different, it'd, it'd be boring, right? If everybody was the same. Mm-hmm. And it, then I would, I would, I would want to add this. Um, my documentary is not just for a particular kind of person. It's not just for white people. It's not just for black people. It's not just for people of color. When you hear the different stories, it relates to every, almost every kind of person. Right. You know, so, um, I, I, I don't want someone to think that, oh, that's, you know, uh, a traditionally black movie. You know, that's just for black people, you know, um, it's for, it's for everyone. Yeah. I like the setting when I saw, I saw how, you know, yeah, it was diverse and everything and you didn't get that, you didn't get that feel, that feeling, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it felt like it was, it was talking to you, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, most definitely. Well, can you tell our caller, our listeners, one more time, if we haven't covered it before, where they can find or see your um, your documentary. I learned it from you. Yes. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com. And then in the little search box, the little box at the top, just type in, I learned it from you. And you'll be able to get the movie a bunch of different ways. You can watch it online. Um, you can find the DVD version on Amazon.com. You can find the book that's based on the film um, by searching in, like I said, just go to amazon.com. If you're looking for the book version, just uh, use a little drop down menu and it'll say uh, books, and you'll find that there's a, a paperback version of the book, there's a, a digital version of the book. And um, well, oh, I, one of the things I did want to tell you is that uh, I'm going to give you guys two two copies of the of the digital version of the book and one of them you could uh give to one of your listeners you know a, a listener of your choice and the other one you can keep for yourself um wow, so just to, you know just so you have a copy and then you can give it away to one of your listeners How, however however you want to do the their the, that part of it is up to you Thank you. Thank you so much. And I gladly appreciate it. And someone else will too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. And, and then they could get the book and even though it's a digital book, you can still give it to someone else. So let's say one of your listeners um, get it and they read it and they like it and they want to, they want their friend to read it or their relative. It's very easy to allow someone else to read a, you know, a digital, digital book. Yeah. Just like a regular book. So that's so awesome. Thank you so much. And thank yes, you definitely. for, for uh, shedding light on your, uh, your project. Um, I know that 
I'm excited to see more. I'm pretty sure that the listeners are, you know what I mean, like interested. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, this, I'd love to uh, have you back. Oh, definitely. Definitely, definitely. I'd love to come back and um, talk to your listeners again. And I know your audience will be growing bigger. And uh, maybe I'll be on the, the second volume or third volume by that time. Uh, but definitely, I would love to come back and, you know, just get an update from you. Um, and I, I definitely want to he- hear feedback from your listeners. Um, yes, you know, and then, you know, if we do another, when we do another show, maybe incorporate one, some one of their feedback. Only. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited. Yeah, we're gonna take over the world, Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, I I think, I think slowly because that that's actually what has surprised me. Like it started off kind of slow, and then I could see it picking up speed a little bit. So just as it goes along, um, I think uh, you know when we when we when we do another show down the road. You know, we'll have more more stories about it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, well, uh, once again, thank you, and um, it was an honor and to be able to interview you and and have my listeners listen, listen to you. And uh, thank you for blessing us. Yes, and thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to be on your show, and uh, just looking forward to hearing how your show grows, and definitely looking forward to coming back. But uh, thank you, and thank, thank I want to thank the audience for tuning in and listening listening to the podcast thank you so much thank you okay guys we're going to be taking a short break and we'll be right back i just want to thank our guest kevin douglas wright for stopping by and hanging out with us today in our living rooms in our bedrooms in our cars wherever we may be at the time we listen to the show uh also, guys, I just want to say that there is a special gift, you know, that um, will be given to one of our callers. It's a, a digital copy of Kevin's um, the book for the movie, I Learned It From You. So, very excited about that, and I'll be giving you updates on how one will retrieve that gift. So, definitely you're interested and you want to know more and you want to watch this or, or get the book, go to Amazon. Definitely. I learned it from you. Kevin Douglas Wright. Thanks, guys. <laughs>